0: and enjoy it that's a wonderful weekend that's a wow kind of way to send all those philadelphia fans back to the wrong end of the commonwealth good morning to you good monday morning i'm dan kowatchevich of dk pittsburgh sports this is daily shot of pirates it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're in too Football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Pirates 6, Phillies 4 in 10 innings, Josh Palacios 2-run shot as a walk-off over the Clemente wall on his birthday. And this just minutes after an astounding double play was turned by the Pirates' young players. Defensively, I'm trying to remember what the exact scoring was on it. It was 9-2-4-2. Henry Davis makes the catch and the throw home, keeps Bryce Harper third, fires, and I mean fires a throw into Andy Rodriguez, who sees runner caught up between second and third. He fires down the Nick Gonzalez. Gonzalez fires back to Andy. whenever Harper breaks, tags Harper out at home, and wow, like there was, third time now, a wow component to this. And I'm not intending here to open your week with a deliberate downer. But this can't be just the blip. This season has gone terribly wrong. I believe it's close to irreparably wrong, in particular for the people running it. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that and why I'm coming in with this kind of note after all of the you know happy happy joy joy over the weekend. Since the 2008 start, the Pirates have been an unmitigated disaster. 27 and 50. Sustaining, essentially, the same winning percentage they've had in the first three years under this front office when it was at least reasonably somewhat expected. It's not a rule that you have to be wholly awful in a rebuild, but when it happens, no one really says all that much. Well, well, this is year four, and the level of play since the end of April has been enough that if we're all being honest here, and that would have to include, in fact, it would have to really isolate on Bob Nutting and Travis Williams, this is not progress. You can see the occasional Palacios blast. Andy Blast, Davis Blast, uh, Quinn Priest are getting a couple of wins. And there'll be more, and it'll be fun too, just like this weekend was. What it can't be is the two and eight in a 10 game stretch. What it can't be is the eight and twenty in a month long stretch. What it can't be is Is more and more and more symptoms of an underlying cause that's had this team not only losing this entire time, but also ranking at or near the bottom in almost every significant individual and team statistical category. They're one of the worst hitting teams. They're one of the worst pitching teams. They're one of the worst fielding teams since. The end of April. That is not progress. That is not cause for faith in anyone running the baseball operation. It just isn't. Because what happens when you see these, these wonderful glowing exceptions to the rule, it just serves to remind you that after four years, yeah, they actually have a handful of players who look like they've got some promise, and they're here at PNC Park. They're not filling the rankings anymore. They're not not Baseball America mythology anymore. They're right in front of our eyes. And when you see Henry, in particular, make that 80-grade throw from right field, that's talent. That's 1-1 talent. Number one overall pick. When you see Andy step out from behind the plate as aggressively and confidently as he did in throwing down to Gonzalez when he could have just eaten that ball. When you see Gonzalez take that ball and throw it back, not really with all of his might, it was more of a, I just need to get this ball where it needs to go. That's talent. That's talent. That's potential. Of course, I'm giving you a bunch of their very, very top prospects. All three of those guys, actually. So what happens if in the months of August and September, you don't see any kind of continuation from these kids, or even, for that matter, from some of the older players? What if you don't see production from Brian Reynolds, from Brian Hayes once he gets healthy, which should be very soon. What if you don't see Rwanzi Contreras, Luis Ortiz back in the majors? What if you don't see Johan Oviedo continue to take steps, small steps, but they've been steps over this summer? Who's at fault? What's at fault? This is year four. And it's not okay to say, hey, everybody, look, we're starting the kids now. This is when everything gets going here. This is it. This is our actual line of demarcation. No, no, it's not because you've had the same GM, you've had the same evaluators, you've had the same development people in the minors, you've had the same manager, you've had the same on field coaches at the major league level, and you have not. Seen consistent, broad progress in this organization. It's not enough to circle Palacios doing what he did yesterday. It would be something if Palacios were to end up being a real live player you could count on every day. And maybe he will be. I'm not knocking him. But this isn't a crutch for anyone what happened this weekend or any little blips along the way over these past three months which have been an unmitigated disaster and if that doesn't turn around over these final two months you tell me why anyone on the baseball side would keep their jobs when we come back j1q and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Today's J1Q comes from Ken who asks DK, when Major League Baseball's owners commit to huge player contracts and that huge contract player gets hurt, are their salaries underwritten by insurance or are the owners on the hook for 100% even though that player hasn't swung a bat? Ken, the answer to that, and actually this applies across all sports, uh, not just baseball, Is It's the team's decision, first of all, which contracts they'll insure and which contracts they won't. The insurance, as you can imagine, we're talking about Lloyd's of London level insurance, quite expensive unto itself on top of the guaranteed salary that's being paid. So you can't just do it with everybody and you wouldn't just do it with everybody because it probably wouldn't be cost efficient. But if what you're asking here is do they have insurance on the Brian Reynolds contract or the Brian Hayes contract, I believe that they would because it's an unprecedented figure. Actually, each of the two figures are unprecedented for this franchise. And if something were to go really wrong for either player, and I don't even like talking about this kind of stuff, but you know, really hurt, really sick, something like that, yes, you've got to have insurance. You've got to have something that comes in and helps you to incur the cost. So be relatively certain that they've got that insurance. Now, if you're asking it based on performance, if you're asking it based on, you know, can they cut Reynolds or cut Hayes if things don't go, of course not. You know, there's just nothing that can be done there. Uh, yeah, you can cut the player. You can put the player on waivers and they can float out there. We've seen this many times over the years, a massive contract just kind of floating there on waivers. And any team that picks up that player, well, they'd be nuts because chances are that player is completely incapable of living up to the terms of that contract. And also, if they wait for the player to inevitably clear waivers, they can have that player for a virtual song, while the original team is on hook for about 99% of that player's salary. Now, I don't mean to presume that you were referring to Reynolds or Hayes, but there's just no other possibilities for examples on this roster. It is something worth weighing, though, toward the future. When Hayes was signed on that opening day in St. Louis, it was party time. I mean, people were just, wow, can't believe they finally signed somebody. Now go do Reynolds. Now go do Reynolds. Well, it took a year, but then they went and they did Reynolds after one of the greatest weeks we've ever seen an individual have in a Pittsburgh uniform. Reynolds hasn't done much since then. And again, yes, I know he had a nice weekend but he can't be a blip and key can't be a blip. And if they're both blips and everybody else who's on the roster, who's holding a bat doesn't produce, doesn't come through with anything close to what you have already decided is their potential. Then you've got a development slash instructional problem. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.